Welcome to Business Smarts Radio with Tom and Dr. Dane, the clean approach to building your successful business. Now, let's introduce Tom Borg and Dr. Dave Miles. Welcome to Business Smarts Radio with Tom and Dr. Dave, where we bring you the clean approach to building your successful business. And by clean, we are not talking about spick and span and dust bombs, my friends. We are all about the acronym CLEAN here on this podcast. We're all about communication, leadership, engagement. And no drama. And no drama. So today we're going to talk about creating a strategic business plan for COVID. Now with saying that, one of the things that Tom and I were discussing before were some of the clients that we talked that we've helped before with a three-year strategic plan. And typically we look at a three-year because at least it's, it's realistic. It's long-term, but it's not so long-term that it's just pie in the sky. And one of the tools that we use uh, is called the execution roadmap. And we really like the fact that being able to put, especially for you people that are high D that are really results oriented and will just give you the bullet points. It's the, your entire strategic plan on one sheet of paper, which is awesome. So one of the things you have some of the traditional strategic planning things on one end and Tom and I were going through and discussing it. But on the other end, this is what really struck me. And he come up with this idea to be able to, to share with you guys today on the back. We're like, okay, well, what do you want to accomplish in the next three years? What are your goals? And then to get to that point, what are you going to do this year? And then what are you going to do this year? What are you going to do every quarter and who is responsible for that task item each quarter? Sounds great. Then we thought about that's a three-year plan. And then those are broken up into, you know, into one-year goals. And then what are you going to do every quarter? I don't know about you, Tom, but right now with everything going on with, with the changes and the COVID and everything else, it's like, can you really think almost three months in advance on, all right, well, this is exactly the way everything's going to be three months from now? Right now, Dave, there's so many factors, so many variables. That's why it's important to take a shortened look at what your strategic plan is. And that's what we want to talk about today is how, we can, how can we do that? How can we do it so that it's effective and it really does service that organization so that it's going to be on point as it, as it moves forward into yeah. these somewhat uncertain times? Well, we looked at, okay, well, can we tweak what we're doing and change it to making some adjustments and say, hey, we could take this three-year process and look at, instead of three years, let's look at three months. And mm-hmm. even three months looked like it was, who knows what's going to happen, especially you try to put on an event, you try to get people together, you try to do something involving people in groups and crowds, and nobody knows what's going to happen three months from now. So That's we right. looked at creating and implementing a 60-day strategic business plan, taking the same process that you would use with the three years, long-term, longer-term strategic plan, and how to take that and you can put it in, consider putting it into use for your business today to create something that going blocks, 60 day blocks at a time. And let's cover that on exactly how would they go about doing that. Mm-hmm. So what do we have? What, what are some of the ingredients to this 60 day plan? Well, the objective basically is conducting a strategic work session, uh, whether you do it yourself internally or you have somebody come in and help you facilitate that, just do a couple things. You're assessing the current state of the economy as it affects your business and your uh, industry right now. Uh, mm-hmm. How can you navigate and kind of take advantage of, or at least maintain through some of these changes? And let's say when you put together this plan, we're looking at a couple things. We're looking at one in the next 60 days, and you're always keeping that in mind. In the next two months, 
where's your company right now? Let's start with just a quick benchmark of where you're at right now. How many employees do you have? How many clients do you have? What's your volume of business? What's your margins? What's your cash flow? Just where are you at right now? So you get a current state. And then you really look at, instead of necessarily, uh, it's kind of a play on a traditional SWOT analysis, you really look at um, what are your strengths, but what are your limitations? Instead of looking at it as weaknesses, mm-hmm. I, we like to use, and I don't even really look at it as a play on terms. There's a difference between having a weakness in my organization and what are my current limitations, mm-hmm. especially with the changes with COVID. Because there's certain things that may not be a weakness for you or your company or your industry, but right now you it is a current limitation based on the regulations that happen to be out there for your state. Every state is a little mm-hmm. bit different. Uh, what are some of the opportunities that may be there that you weren't thinking about before? I remember speaking with one particular Chick-fil-A that they're in a mall. Okay, so think about it. What, what are Chick-fil-A's doing in a mall? They sit in the mall and people come to the mall and people yeah, right. the mall and people come up to the counter and say, give me a chicken sandwich and some nuggets. Some you know, cool waffle fries and like a, and, and, and when it's iced tea, right? Or a lot of fresh Everything healthy. Everything healthy. Right, 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 right. Well, and working there years ago in high school. I mean, it's you would be surprised the way they cook it, how actually it's, and you can get grilled stuff and salads and whatever. But I mean, even all the stuff that's there, you're like, wow, okay, that's better for me than I thought. But still, you know, fast food. Well, the funny part about it is if you're in the mall, what do you do? You, you're in the mall. Well, what happens when nobody comes to the mall? You're out of business. Maybe. Unless you look at your strengths, your limitations, mm-hmm. your opportunities, and your threats. Okay, what are your strengths? I mean, you know, being facetious, but like, man, we sure do make a good chicken sandwich, right? Mm. <laughs> Waffle fries are awesome, right? Or whatever. You great nuggets. You you can get healthy options with your grilled nuggets and chicken sandwich, a little super kale salad thing, you know, whatever. I don't know, whatever. We make good food. And that could be any restaurant, but, you know, we'll use them as an example. We make good food. So what are your limitations? Wow, that's pretty easy. Um, nobody's coming to the mall, right? Mm-hmm. So this sucks. We don't have any customers coming in. So what are some of the opportunities? Well, I would have never thought of this. This was really good. Now we've heard about curbside and stuff like that, but about delivery. Hiring their own delivery drivers, just like a Pizza Hut or a Domino's. And we're like, yeah, that's right. we'll bring your chicken sandwich to your office. We'll bring it to your home. We'll bring it to what we got you covered. You can curbside up to the mall, just pull up to the mall, we're running out to you, or you can, um, or do delivery. And I'm like, never seen a Chick-fil-A do delivery. That's pretty cool. Ah. But that's a way if you, if they can't, you know, if um, it's kind of the old adage, you know, if you can't, bring, if you can't get Muhammad to come to the mountain, bring the mountain to Muhammad kind of thing. Yeah. You know, if you can't get to the, to the customers, to the chicken sandwich, bring the chicken sandwich to them. Mm-hmm. And so that way they, um, you know, that's a way, a, a great opportunity for them. And then, you know, threats, obviously it's, I got to hire people to do that. I've got to change kind of the way I do business. But you know, the compensation plan is different because we've never had anybody delivered before. So I need to look at how other people do that. So, I mean, you've got a lot of things you can do that, but it's just an idea of looking at what strengths, what limitations under the current conditions that you have some opportunities that you might not have ever thought about that before. And, you know, maybe some threats to, uh, well, here's some of the bad downsides of some of the opportunities. And then the final part is just, where do you want to be 60 days from now? You know, same exact thing, same benchmarks that you used before number of employees, number of clients, you know, your volume of business, profit margins, cash flow, those types of things. 
where are you at now? What do you want to be 60 days from now? And then factoring in all of those strengths, limitations, opportunities, and, and threats, then just take a look at, all right, what do we got to do to get there? You know, fairly simple. And then once you figure that out through this process, then it's okay. Well, now, just like you would in a three-year project, we got these grand plans we want to accomplish over three years. What do we got to do in year one to make that happen? And then out of year one, what do we got to do every quarter? Now it's, we got these plans for 60 days, Tom. Now, what do we got to do the first month to make progress to getting those goals? And then even in the first month, what do we got to do week by week? Mm -hmm. It's the same process taking year one and breaking it down into quarters. You take month one and break it down into weeks. Who's accountable for each one and hit the ground running. Just start. So that gives a short, abbreviated, really easy to follow plan. And then every 30 days, you're kind of revisiting it and say, all right, what progress are we making? And, you know, we're going to be hit our, hit our goals and then rinse and repeat. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on uh, how companies can, uh, if they were considering doing this, how they could uh, implement that in their, um, if they were going to do it, whether it's internal or external, how would they implement it? Well, Dave, for sure, uh, I think you get yourself a, someone to help facilitate it. If you do it yourself, uh, you can do that, but uh, you run the risk of uh, dominating the meeting. Have an outsider who can be objective, come in, help facilitate. Now, how could you do that today? Well, definitely online. Very easily done uh, through Zoom or Microsoft platform, whatever you're using. But the idea is get everybody involved, get everybody present, get everybody involved, and give them an opportunity to contribute. That's so important. I mean, just by being involved, that's one thing. But allow them to contribute, have them do the brainstorming uh, separately in, in um, small groups or as a partner. But the key is we want to get people's input. We want to get them to think out loud. And then you come back to the large group and you actually walk through what you've come up with and consider what you can keep and what, what might not be the best uh, use uh, of objectives at this time. Oh, I think that's a great idea. And, and you mentioned about use of technology. One of mm -hmm. the things you could do is, is, one that I love about Zoom is being able to utilize the breakout rooms and, and yes. lots of platforms have them, but we'll pick on Zoom for the time being. Mm -hmm. That's what we're on right now. But, uh, but I mean, say you, you take everybody, you break them into four even groups and no matter what size of your team is, and you have one team working on strengths, one more working on limitations, one on opportunities and one on threats. You could, they break it up. You could come back and then assign, you could run them all through there. So they're all going to work on, all four of them just in different times. And then when they come, okay, guys, when you guys come up for strengths, they all four talk about the strengths. They all four talk about the opportunities and limitations and, and uh, threats. So mm -hmm. that's one way to do it. So each group rolls through all four, but just separately in a breakout group. The other idea is and they kind of built that group cohesion and that smaller team. You can also, you know, like I said, the brainstorming end of it. Mm -hmm. You went into breakout rooms, have different questions. Well, here's some ideas. Here's some things that we have that we think about. What are your thoughts on this? And how do we do that? Or how do we break, send them out into breakout rooms? Doesn't have to be fancy. Same thing, just no different than breaking everybody up in a typical um, workshop. All right, right. work over here. You four go over here. And then, like I said, give them 15, 20 minutes to work on it, however long, and then come back and report back and really do the brainstorming. I think the key is to make sure you record everything you're using, you're doing, uh, the ideas that you come up with, get them down on paper or get them down on a file that uh, can be printed off. And at the same time, we want to make sure that by the end of that meeting, you've assigned people 
to follow up on specific parts of that strategic planning session so that you actually have people who are going to be accountable to report back to the large group at your next meeting. And that's important to make sure you schedule that next meeting so that you can take that the next step to see just where you are in terms of implementing the ideas you've come up with. Yeah, because you had mentioned this before, and I think it was very important that, um, yeah, you're coming up with a 60-day plan, no different than a lot of people come up with three-year strategic plans, five-year strategic plans, and you know what, it's great, and it's wonderful, and rah-rah, and high-five everybody, we did it, we got through another session, and then it goes on a shelf and just collects dust for the next three to five years, and nothing happens. Yeah, that's the right. The same thing can happen here. You could have this, if you're bringing everybody together for a couple hours or a half day or whatever to really kind of brainstorm on what to do, why let that go to waste? So once you have everything broken down, why, what, this is, these are the things we need to do the first month. And then these are the projects weekly to make this happen. Here's who's assigned to those. A quick check-in every week. Because I know you've always been a big proponent of weekly check-ins with your mm -hmm. employees, but yeah, bring the team together for 15 minutes. All right. Quick, you know, almost like a stand-up meeting. All right, guys, where are we at on this? Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody's got their sheet of paper. Everybody's got exactly who was responsible for what, what kind of progress do we have, what kind of issues, you know, roadblocks do you have? What, and it's the boss. What can I do to, you know, uh, remove roadblocks? That's the number one thing. Mm -hmm. that, that's, a, that's the way to do it. Make sure that people see the plan, how it's going to be followed through on, and then make sure you stay accountable to the whole process. Yeah, and then maybe... You're doing that 15-minute quick check-in every week. Maybe that once a month, you say maybe you get something a little bit longer, maybe half hour, hour, something, you know, a, a quick meeting. Okay, well, cool. Well, how did we do this month? What do we need to do? Do the same thing, assign. All right, to finish up our 60 days, you know, what do we, what do we need to do? Who's going, to be a, who's going to be accountable for it? Blah, 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 blah. All right, now we got our next 30-day plan. Let's go. And so maybe, maybe every 60 days, you're spending a little bit more time coming up with that plan, short little burst meetings, 15, 20 minutes every week tops, just a quick check in. And then once a month, maybe you do like a traditional hour, hour long meeting, maybe just a half hour to hour, just to kind of, all right, well, how are we doing? What are we doing? What do we need to make sure we're doing for the next month mm -hmm. to make sure that we're going to meet our 60 day goals? Is anything major changed? And you're and when checking in every week, here's the cool part. Things change so quickly nowadays between new regulations and new guidelines and new this and new that and every state's different and what are we doing nationally and what about this recommendation and I just heard this lawyer talk about XYZ from an HR perspective. You're like, but those weekly check-ins are where you can say, hey, here's some of the new info that's come out. Let's mm -hmm. make sure and pay attention to it. You're not going to be behind the eight ball that 60 days from now, oh my God, all this stuff has changed in the last two months and we haven't kept up on it. You know, and Dave, as you think about this, this isn't a bad way to run your business, even when there is not a COVID-19 pandemic going on. And that is constant communication, updates, tweaking. I mean, this would be a prudent way to move your business forward without any surprises. Yeah, just because it is so, it's, it's so kind of short-term and tactical, but it's keeping that finger on the pulse of everything without so. standing over top of everybody and micromanaging either. Mm -hmm. so, All right. Well, I guess uh, this is, this is a good plan. I think if our listeners were to consider doing this, uh, it's, it's something that's very doable and especially during these times. So uh, we'd be happy to help if that's something they would need some assistance with, or if they want to facilitate themselves, that is fine. 
But uh, again, it's something that's very doable. And the uh, main thing is to start it, be accountable, and follow through. Yes. And any final words that you would have for our um, listeners who may be considering this? I would suggest to make a commitment to do something like this within the next two weeks so that you can get yourself on track and really take advantage of this opportunity that we really do have as a business society. Sounds good. Well, that is all we have for this episode of Business Sports Radio. Hopefully, that creating and implementing that 60-day uh, recurring business plan, a strategic plan has uh, been helpful for you guys. So we appreciate you all listening. Give us any uh, feedback you have in the comments on how you would go to about implementing this. And we will see you on the next episode of Business Sports Radio. Take care. Uh-huh.